0: The national champion is clad in big orange.
1: Alabama does it. National championship number 18, 13 in all. Absolute perfection.
2: It's the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. A visit with Drake Holly and friends talking about the magical world of sports in Middle Tennessee.
1: And welcome into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined in the studio by Coach Mike on the boards and our special Commentary guest today, Big Lou Maddox. Uh, Good afternoon, fellas, and uh, I tell you what, they fought hard last night, but the Titans just just couldn't quite get it done. Um, We have talked a little bit before we came on the show uh, today about uh, some what I think is very questionable uh, play calling, and uh, with play calling, uh, you have to understand that that puts young quarterbacks like Will Levis, uh, young running backs like Ty J. Spears, a makeshift, uh, banged up offensive line, playing in a hostile environment, and uh, questionable Play calling puts all of those uh, players in a very precarious spot in order to try to win a ball game in Pittsburgh. And, uh, you know, I, I, overall, I was pleasantly surprised by the effort given by the Titans uh, considering the situation that they were in. Like I said, they had multiple offensive linemen going down and had to put in backups um, across the line. Uh, I think they did a admirable job in protecting Levis. Levis was aware of that fact. And I think he was um, given some plays where uh, he needed to get rid of the ball quickly. And he did that for the most part. for the most part. Yeah, sometimes a couple he,
2: of times he was trying to force you know, get some, some things
1: down the field, and sometimes hold on he held to on it too long, to it a little too long, but, uh, and, and that's what quarterbacks, I agree. even veteran quarterbacks, will do that waiting for their wide receivers sometimes to, too or, long. <laughs> or tight ends to get open
2: into Ryan Tannehill. Um, yeah, that's that's I will say this. I have been a Tannehill defender for quite some time. As far as everybody questioning all this stuff, I think he's been. I'm seeing something in Levis that is an edge, that there's something there that uh, is is a little bit more than Tannehill. And I think it's time, you know, as much as I like Tannehill, as much as I don't think all of their problems come around Tannehill, I think Levis does give them something that Tannehill doesn't. And it's the willingness to get the ball down the field. Okay. Now he, again, he showed himself as a rookie last night a couple of times threw a ball, threw a couple of balls in position, you know, places he shouldn't have thrown downfield. But at least he's willing to try it, and he's willing to look downfield, uh, and he gets rid of the ball quick. I mean, he 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 can get rid of the ball in ways that well, Tannehill he can, can't. He, you know, he's, that he's ball ex- stepping backwards and throwing it forty yards. <laughs> I mean, like like
1: I said, when when Will Levis was drafted. And there were a lot of people doubting, poo-pooing, uh, guilty as charged. Okay. And and there were yeah, me too. I wasn't I wasn't completely smitten with the choice, but the Titans moved up and figured that they could not pass up um a quality uh rated quarterback like Levis. And so uh but if you just look at him, just the eye test, the guy is big, he is cut up, he's built, he's strong. And you could see last night, Coach, like you said, there's a there were four or five passes where he was actually Kind of bicycling, rolling back, taking, moving backwards, and he just reached out there and just flicked, flicked the it. just yeah. flicked the ball fifteen twenty yards on a rope down down the field. And not only and not accurate, only accurate accuracy, I was as
2: impressed with the accuracy as I was yeah. with the distance.
1: <laughs> now, uh, last night, um, statistically, Levis was twenty two for thirty nine attempts. 262 yards, one interception at the end, end of the ball game, uh, and no touchdowns. Derrick Henry was 17 rushes for 75 yards and one touchdown, the only touchdown that the Titans scored.
3: Had a couple of catches there as well. Had, mm-hmm. I think, about 30 yards uh, now, through the air. Yeah. Now, Had that one big play, probably 20, 25 yards.
2: Um, and for those who are decrying his hands – that was a pretty impressive catch. Oh, that yeah. One, that one the, the, that the, the guy the, cr- flashed in front of him. The one that he bobbled. Yeah, yeah he bobbled um, it and still brought it in. But that was, you know, now, that was a pretty impressive catch. Got me for, some fantasy points.
3: We're,
1: we're going <laughs> to revisit this in just a second. But tonight, on um, here on the radio station, we need to tell our listeners what's going on with the first round of the high school playoffs. Um, we are not going to have a game day of the week. However, Mount Pleasant. Uh, Tigers are traveling west over the Tennessee River to Parsons Riverside to play in the first round in the Region 5 2A uh, TWSAA football playoffs. And Columbia Central, which Big Lou, you, and Lee, your dad, will be broadcasting from Centennial tonight for the first rounds of the Region 5 5A High school football. We do
2: need to add a little bit to that. Is that this game will be simulcast on both stations? Okay, okay. so you, that's news to me. Yeah, well, that's cool. we were so you, part of what we were getting ready to tell you this afternoon. I or can early handle it. After, thank uh, you for the uh, thank you for the update. But uh, it'll be simulcast on uh, both stations once okay. once the game starts. It's also going to be on my TV thirty. Okay which that precludes and and, and since they are going to be doing the tv that that precludes us being able to do it on our live stream
1: okay but we're gonna we're uh, gonna have it on the radio and we're gonna have it on 103.7 fm and And 101.7 fm
2: you can also get
3: the 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 audio on on the website yes forksradio.com um but yeah if you the no live stream tonight on any of those uh uh, sites that you're used to seeing
2: that on um, the tune into my TV 30 is the game of the week. Okay, Friday yeah. night rivals, and it'll be. I think it'll be a really good game. I think we match up well with them. They've got a, uh, you know, they've got a couple of star athletes that are, are doing well for them, and uh, of course we, you know, we have our our set of star athletes with with McCoy and, and Hall, and and uh, I really think it's going to be one of those situations. I had a coach say that your stars tend to cancel each other out. In big games like this, the winning game, will, the winning play, or the, the the difference will be what your role players do. Right? Who 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 executes better with your role players and your special teams? Right. And that's kind of where we are yeah. tonight. Centennial's
3: okay. a real good team. Eight yes. and two. I think they've only lost to Page and Brentwood. With okay. uh, your okay. two teams that are, uh, I think only one loss between those yeah. two teams, and that is Page. I think they're nine and one. So. Um, Centennial's eight and two
1: with, be quite a test for yeah. the Columbia Central Lions tonight as they travel to Centennial. Now let's get back before we leave this Titans game from last night. Um, first of all, let me be the first to say I, I don't, I don't. I mean, Levis, Levis did a great job. They beat Atlanta last weekend, and everybody, all Titan fans, had a sparkle of hope in their eye as. We traveled for Thursday night as they traveled to Pittsburgh for Thursday night football. Pittsburgh had just lost 20 to 10 in a pretty ugly football game that they had played against Jacksonville last weekend as the Titans beat Atlanta at home. Um, Pittsburgh was a two and a half, three point favorite as far as the Las Vegas uh, odds were concerned. So that means that. That means that Pittsburgh was favored to win that game, not by very much. They're pretty much evenly matched teams. And we knew it was going to be a defensive struggle. We knew with Will Levis playing away from home in Pittsburgh, a very hostile environment against second-year quarterback out of Pittsburgh, University of Pittsburgh, Kenny Pickett, uh, George Pickens, and – Uh, Najee Harris and company, we knew knew it was going to be a tough game. The Titans knew it was going to be a tough game. They knew it was going to be a low-scoring tough game. Thus, That's why the over-under was 37. By the way, the eight ball, my magic eight ball, got that right yesterday. Did not get South Alabama right last night, but it did get the under (laughs) in the Pittsburgh game. Now, in order to win a very tough defensive struggle like that, every single possession – offensively, is very important. And you try to get as much as you can point-wise out of all, out of your offensive possession. And that's the way it is with every game. I mean, I, I know that's captain obvious. But especially in a game where points are, are are hard to come by. And we knew last night, and Titans fans knew last night, and the coaching staff for the Titans knew that points were going to be tough. So we get down – my deal is this if you've got a young quarterback like Will Levis and you're in a in a defensive struggle and it's under 4 minutes just under 4 minutes to go in the ball game and you're down by what four points at that time I think
3: 20 to 16
1: 20 to 16 and it gets to third and 4 mid third and 4 midfield
3: that's a must pick up
1: but the thing about it is if you're offensive coordinator for the Tennessee Titans you know a that DeAndre Hopkins is going to be covered in a pass play that came at fourth down but in third down why are you running the football with your basic rookie Running back, back up, running back. When you've got Derrick Henry, going to say if you're going to run the ball, give it to your bell cow. Even if they give it to Derrick Henry right there, it's going to be tough yards. It's going to be tough yards, and he doesn't make it. I still say it's a terrible. It's a terrible play call.
3: You're playing against two, or you're playing against one of the best fronts in the National Football League. Titans have one of the best two. Didn't have a got, great running night for either team. Your, your um,
1: offensive line is is is, is banged backwards. up, injured, and, and,
3: and, and you're getting it back
1: together. In more the middle injured of that as game. This, as
3: the game goes on. You have to. It's just. It's very frustrating. Tim Kelly, an in-house guy, I think he was a tight ends coach for the past three or four years with the Titans. Um, the
1: tight ends coach doesn't make you an offensive coordinator.
3: Well, let me just say this though. You got to have something in your bag for third and four with three and a half to go with the game on the line. Two quick passes. That's four down territory. Obviously, we Mm -hmm. saw that. You already messed up handing it off. It wasn't even, we talked about this before the the, the show started. (laughs) Not even a a read option, an RPO, anything like that. Literally a handoff off of left tackle.
2: Against one of the At toughest fronts to the left in the league this time, I will say that, and it wasn't, it wasn't even
1: close. But, but that's it where wasn't, all the sub for this time sniffed the stick. It didn't even time. sniff. The it yeah. even sn- wasn't yeah. even going to be
3: close. Obviously, that doesn't work. And then, what do you do on fourth down? You run a fade up the left sideline. You're on a fade up the left sideline, you know, 30 yards downfield, which has no chance. I
1: mean, one of the lowest, probably the lowest percentage pass plays in your playbook. What you've got to do right there, folks, and and just stick with me, and coach – you're 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 a football yeah. guy. You got to run a little five yard, six yard hitch right there. You've got to you got to get 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 out on the edge and get somebody quick and fast and get them to those sticks somehow.
2: I, I agree. Yeah, you know, you know when they ran back and they they looked at the play, they did try to run D hop on a crossing route. Now, yes, he was double <laughs> covered. Okay, here's yeah. the next question. Okay, okay, I, duh. I, here I am, kind of supporting you. Okay. you Okay, all right. You know, yeah, no big surprise. You know, he, and he gets doubled, he gets bracketed. Why not have, you know, have him run across the field and why not have a trailer behind him? Because if he tracks all that attention, there's going to be a void behind him. Well, and instead of running that, that seam or that, Fly route up, the run side. a hitch right behind him. Yeah, run, run a, trailer. run a hook, uh, run just a, a hitch. trailer or a hitch just behind a, him. Just a uh,
1: turn and stop, and, you and know, with with the strength of Levis's arm, even, he can hit somebody five or six yeah. yards. And even
2: as down a college quarterback, you, know, you throw a hitch or something like that. You give your defender a chance because with the defenders coming up behind him, the quarterback can throw it whichever side the defend, you know, whichever side the defender's coming up on. The quarterback throws it to the other side, and his receiver has the chance to catch it for the four or five yard gain first down, keep moving. And, and look,
1: on, and the way, on the way over here today, I, on the way to the studio, I was listening to another sports radio show out of Nashville, and they were covering Vrabel's uh, press conference today. Mm-hmm. And he was getting he was getting hit with a lot of questions mm. about what we're questioning right now, and we and deservedly so. You know, he said oh, yeah. that's that's what we were up against. We were up against a five man front, blah blah blah. Well, the five man front was eating our lunch all night long. Uh, Will Levis did a. A yeoman's job at keeping the Titans in that ball game with some of the pass passes that he made, and mm-hmm. and we're just talking I mean, about the strength of his arm, just being able to to flick the ball most down the, the field, time finding for the open guy.
3: Talk about on that. Well, well, I think it was the the second to last or the last drive when they were set up on the you know he was set up on his own goal line it was second and probably twenty twenty five yeah. right there threw a dot right over the head of the linebacker to DeAndre Hopkins for a first down. <laughs>
1: Absolutely.
3: And I wanna I wanna say one more thing about this this play calling stuff. And I think this is you know, everybody's talking about that second to last drive where we're at midfield and we run the ball on third and four with J Spears. Something else, the, the 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 possession that we had right before halftime, I think this is as equally as damning, if you will, to Tim Kelly. It's third down you have about 10 seconds, 15 seconds to go. You're at the 20-yard line and you run it to Tajay again. Yeah. Yeah. And you could have had. You had a shot at the end zone. Okay, I mean to You set throw, up the field goal, right? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You run it on that third down, and you're just saying we're contempt with kicking a field yeah, goal here. And the, going the, up what third. they did
2: with the running play, they centered the ball for the kick. Hey, that's ridiculous. In, in the NFL, the hashes are so close together; it's the same. You're kit. centered all the time. <laughs> and you know, and you know <laughs> why what?
3: not take a shot? Yeah,
2: you know take you a got. shot. At the, I, I agree with you. Take a shot at the end, at, like you us. know, and either either end zone or out of bounds. You know, yeah, and. and Go for it, you know. Like,
1: like I said, on the way in, I was listening to Vrabel's uh, show from today, and he was sitting there, basically taking shots. For Tim Kelly, he was he was he was taking the responsibility. He was saying we decided on 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 the call. We saw five man front. We thought it was gonna Tajay right there talking about before halftime. Tajay, we 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 thought we thought the play was going to be good. We thought this. We thought this. Tim Kelly called those plays, and Vrabel didn't didn't knock him down. You could see
3: Mike Vrabel after each one of those calls, they shifted to him on a TV broadcast, like somebody
1: somebody just stuck him with a
3: pin or something asking Tim Kelly on the sideline. You could see it on the TV broadcast. They had shots of him, you know, obviously upset at Kelly. I mean, you can tell the guy is is thinking exactly what we're thinking. What is this guy talking about, calling this five-man front? You should be running a quick out, quick cross, anything except running the ball to your backup running back.
1: And he, you know, so all I'm saying is maybe Tim Kelly, the offensive coordinator for the Titans, is in too big of a role. And, and that's possible, Coach. It's possible that you, you, you promote from in-house and maybe Vrabel made a bad choice and shouldn't
3: have done that. It worked a couple times. It hadn't worked yeah. the last couple of times with well, those in-house hires.
1: Uh, you know, I'm just disappointed. I'm, I'm not disappointed in the Titans and their effort. I'm disappointed in the position that the Titans were put put in by their coaching staff. That's what I'm disappointed in. So, okay, we're, we're up against our first break. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake. I'm in the studio with Coach Mike and Big Lou. And uh, we're going to be back, talk some college football uh, and some other fun stuff. Be right back. This
0: This is Coach Treder's dog from Columbia Central High School football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. This is Trip Stoltz with
2: Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM FM
0: Columbia, Tennessee.
1: And welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake in the studio with Coach Mike, and it is the first Friday of November, November 3rd. Uh, if you are in the Columbia area tonight, uh, the merchants of downtown Columbia will have their doors open and probably some hot chocolate or hot cider or cold beverage. Uh, there's a lot going on downtown Columbia uh, on First Friday. So. Uh, just be aware that that's happening. Mount Pleasant Tigers will be at Parsons Riverside for the Region 5 2A first round of playoffs, as well as the Columbia Central Lions. will be traveling to Centennial High School just up the road north, right up I-65.
2: Right there. up there next to the mall.
1: Right, next right on the to south it. side of Cool Springs Galleria. Um as they will be taking on Centennial High School in a Region 5-5A first-round matchup. And uh, they will also be playing on My 30 as the high school game of the week. So you'll be able to watch them uh, on My 30 on television against Centennial, and you'll be able to listen to the broadcast, uh, which will be on both stations, 101.7 and 103.7 FM uh, right here on WKOM WKRM out of Columbia, Tennessee.
2: So if you uh, if you can't make it to you know if you can make it to Centennial tonight, uh, come on out and support our boys. They've they've been really working hard at, at getting uh, getting to this stage. Uh, had a good turnaround uh, from last year's struggles, yeah. and, and uh, Coach Goff's done a great job getting them. Uh, pulling them around, turning the ship around here a little bit, so you know they need your support as much as possible because they're going into a crazy place, uh, crazy environment. So you know it, every, every little bit helps. But if you can't go, you know then you've got the ideal setup to go. watch to, it on TV and or, to or Big Blue, watch Big it on TV Lou if you want Lee to get Maddox. out. You want to get out and about? Go to First Fridays and. Have your radio on you on your it. phone on your headphones and stuff like that. You, you get the miss, best of both worlds
1: and don't miss a play and don't miss up. Um, okay, uh, we've discussed this Titans debacle last night. Uh, I think uh, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm not I'm not gonna lay the defeat at the doorstep of Vrabel and offensive coordinator Tim Kelly. I'm not gonna do that, but I'm gonna say I am gonna. They didn't I, help the circumstances. I am gonna lay. <laughs> The possibility of the Titans coming out with a win being denied by them not making the proper choices and putting Will Levis and the offense in the most, um, what, successful situation. Uh, So, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, I don't think anybody, any Titans fans were really thinking we are going to Win at Pittsburgh but when you come so close and uh, uh, things unfolded the way they did, um, I just feel as though uh, we could do better. Rabel and his staff could do better. and just because, just because you good, you're good friends with the uh, janitor <laughs> doesn't mean and you're the president of the company doesn't mean that you're going to promote him to run the IT department, okay? does that make sense to people just just think about what i just said just cuz you're the janitor and you work for? Don't think it was quite that big well,
2: a jump, but well, it was. Uh, you know, the the gist or the uh, the uh, analogy has okay. has been
3: there registered.
1: <laughs> okay, other NFL games this weekend. The best game coach is going to be played at Deutsche Bank Park in Frankfurt, Frankfurt Germany, Germany uh, between the Fins and the Chiefs, as Tua and Company and uh, Darlene Connors. I mean. Uh, <laughs> What is his name? Patrick Mahomes. Um, you really traveled, don't
2: like him, do you? Tra-
1: I like him. I just think he looks like Darlene Connors from Roseanne. I mean, you know. So um, six and two. Miami is going to play six and two. Kansas City at eight thirty on Sunday morning at Deutsche Bank in Frankfurt, Germany. Why the NFL scheduled one of their best games of the year? This is this is arguably one of the best games of the year, and we're into week number. This is week number nine of the NFL. Okay, we're over halfway into the season. This is the best game of the year, and the and the and the powers that be, the brain stock of the NFL scheduling department, has put Kansas City and Miami overseas in Germany. Well,
2: yeah. The decision for that game to be in Germany was made probably ten months to a year ago.
1: I don't care. Yeah, you I know. Do so they didn't know they, they could predict. They couldn't I don't predict care. the if it was importance made of hundred years ago.
2: But you're right. It's you know you had two of your up and coming teams, uh, two of your strongest teams, even from last year. Uh, going to play. I mean, why, why you wouldn't play got, that on the home front and, and send? You, you got know. Tua.
1: You got Tua. You got Tyreek Hill that yeah. used to play for Kansas City. You've got uh, Darlene Connors. I mean, um, Patrick Mahomes as quarterback. You've got. Uh, Travis Kelsey, I know he's got a new girlfriend. They couldn't see that coming in. I'm not worried about her. All I'm saying is this is one of the best games of the season, and you ship the damn thing over to Germany when you could keep it right here in the United States in front of a Miami crowd or in front of a Kansas City crowd. I think that's BS. Or in front
2: of a primetime TV crowd. Right. There you go. I think
1: that is BS. I think it is a big mistake by the NFL, but they've made big mistakes before, and for some reason they keep coming out smelling like a rose. I don't know what the deal is. Or, or they just don't give a damn about how we feel, about how the fans feel. I mean, obviously, my, my guess, obviously they you're you're, you're
2: you're somewhere in between those two situations. Okay. And, and I'm I'm going to say you're probably – the pendulum swinging more to the – they don't really care. They don't really
1: they're, they're care. They're going to do what they're going to do. All they care about because, is ratings and, and selling advertising and TV contracts and big, big, fat TV contracts. That's what they care okay. about.
2: Okay, if that's what their concern is – then why put this at nine thirty on Sunday morning when because fifty you're trying, to sixty because percent of trying, the of the, you know, the world is gonna be in church and won't be watching the game. They could do the same game at three o'clock, one o'clock, three o'clock, even seven o'clock, six or seven o'clock on Sunday, and have three times much as as the audience.
1: Because I think and three times the sponsors. Because they care about the global international uh Exposure that, still, exposure holds, that, they're trying that to still
2: holds soccer above American football well, uh, is, as important. They're trying to they're trying to chip away. And they're trying to chip yeah, away I, the soccer crowd. I, I agree. I, I agree with you. I agree with you on the end result that they should not have that game in Europe. I I will respectfully disagree with you on the motivation behind it. Okay. It can't be because of TV ratings, well, because their TV ratings go down the toilet. Well, having they, a sunday morning game it's, it's instead, instead of afternoon or sunday night game it's definitely
1: games. not to make money i mean you have got to pay for two teams and all their and all yeah. their everything else that comes along with them and ship them over ship them over to yeah. germany so it's not about making money uh, yeah I, it's I, about exposure into the international market into the european market that is what it's all about i promise you that is that's the only thing it yeah. can be about that's the only thing it can be about because it's not about making money as far as ticket sales, fan base. It's about building a fan base in Europe, globally, and making the NFL a global commodity. That is what it's about. But uh, so the best game of the weekend is going to be played at eight thirty uh, Sunday morning. Uh, that is going to be on. Well, I guess it's you know it's on the NFL Network. And you know what? Coach, I, we told we told uh, our listeners yesterday that for the Titans game, they'd have to have. I told Prime. them they'd have to have Amazon Prime. Now, if if your local your local team goes on, it was on Channel Two last
2: night. It was. Yeah, I didn't know so, that. And,
1: and so, so I have the, prom, I have so,
2: Amazon Prime. So that's so where I went with it. <laughs>
1: But what I'm saying <laughs> I is, didn't
2: even, I didn't even check channel. And it two. makes
1: sense because your, yeah. your local market will always get your local team. Right. Now, if you're in Kansas City, right, you won't if you're get in it. some other city besides Pittsburgh or 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 Nashville or the state of Tennessee or in that market, then you would have to have Prime to watch it, right? Amazon okay. Prime to watch it. But it was on local television. Yeah, okay, last get night. their market,
2: their, their market um, share area.
1: All right. Uh, other games this weekend. You know, and these are just out of all. Listen to this: out of all the all the NFL games this weekend, there are only three or four games that have winning teams playing against a winning
2: team. Seems like all the big teams have buys this week. Well, other than you've got other, the Dolphins, you know, other than and, the the Dolphins Chiefs. and the
1: Chiefs. Uh, the Chiefs are favored by one half with over under total of fifty. Um, I think that game has a good chance of going over fifty. Mm-hmm. Um, Seattle at five and two is at Baltimore, which isn't a very glamorous game. It'll be a hard-fought game. Uh, be yeah, a lot like last night's game. Baltimore but, yeah. is six and two, uh, and Baltimore's a six-point favorite. Uh, Dallas now one with a little glamour to it, and a little sex appeal, is Dallas five and two. Dallas at seven and one Philadelphia, and Philadelphia is favored by three points. The over/under total in that game is 47. Coach, I like over 47. Dallas's defense is highly questionable, and both teams have relatively good, solid offenses. So uh, you could see a lot of points scored. Another NFL game with two teams with winning records facing each other are the Buffalo Bills, go at five and three, go to four and three, Cincinnati. Cincinnati's favored by one-and-a-half points, and that is Sunday night. And that, Coach, one, two, three, four games out of 16. Well, I'll take that back. I think, I think with teams on by, let me count this up, four teams on by. So that means out of 14 games, there are four games in the NFL where teams face another team. With but or or where both of them have winning records. Does that does that seem like? Well, (laughs) I mean, it's got (laughs) to
2: happen sooner or later because you're you're starting to get separation now where you know you've got the the haves and the have-nots and right now there's a lot more have-nots. Yeah, you're 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 gonna you're gonna have those weeks where you just don't have the matchups that you want and, and because you. You've got to play out your yeah. schedule, and I guess uh, I'm
1: just still upset that dang Kansas City and 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 Miami's on at 8:30 in the morning. And I've yeah. got two and Tyree Kill on my fantasy league team, and I've got to get up that early on Sunday morning when I like to sleep late to watch and see how my fantasy league team does. Uh, you go, know, you, I mean,
2: it's you got that VCR, don't you?
1: I don't care <laughs> if they're playing live; I'm watching. Them. I'm, I promise you that. That's so I'm not, I'm not pulling any punches on that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting down and watching it. Um, so Monday night, uh, the Chargers are at the Jets, which. <laughs> Without Aaron Rodgers, they, they, that obviously is not going to be as uh, desirable to watch as even though before Aaron Rodgers, Jet, went down.
2: and I can't pull up his name right now. Uh, off of talking about, even though the Jets coach, I think, is doing an admirable job sure. of salvaging a. A disastrous sure, they've got the year best. They've situation. got probably
1: the best defense in the NFL, and defense and can win you football games. And uh, you do have to score something. Yeah. But defenses and a great defense can keep, keep you in the uh, afloat, so to speak, record-wise throughout the season. Now, uh, the four teams that are on buys are the Broncos, who just took care of Darlene Connors and his bunch last weekend. Uh, the Lions uh, – the Jaguars, both those teams are at six and two and the forty nines are at five and three. So there's three out of the four by teams that have winning records that are sitting on the sidelines this weekend getting healthy. Now, uh, speaking of Aaron Rodgers and Achilles Tayers, uh,
2: That seems to be a, a it a seems to be a trend. good thing
1: because you know Kirk Cousins went yeah. down from Miami uh, excuse me, Minnesota. Now the Arizona Cardinals have traded away. Former Tennessee quarterback Joshua Dobbs, and he is in Minnesota right now. However, he will not make the start this weekend. Jaron Hall, former quarterback for BYU, uh, will be starting for Minnesota as they go to Atlanta. Atlanta's a three and a half point favorite. Give and, him a week, uh, he'll be on the field. So we'll see <laughs> what happens uh, with that. and uh, And good luck in the Titans. They're off all the way until a week from Sunday, where they go to Tampa Bay, um, and that's not going to be an easy game either. No, no. games. No games. No are games easy for the Titans no right now. No games are easy games for the Titans, uh, and, and and that's why that's why I say and they also, your play calling and your coaching has to be extremely focused and on point. And uh, I don't I don't feel it was last night.
2: No. He's also got a budding quarterback controversy brewing. Well, because what's he going to do when Tannehill is going to be deemed healthy enough? I to think play?
1: Tannehill is, is is tickled to death and, just to sit on the sidelines with a baseball cap on and and collect that $22 dollars. Uh, million, million I, I think and, there's more competitor right than that right in Tannehill now. Whether or not
2: now, here's the question: Who gives them the best chance to win going forward? Uh, you know you got and there's pluses on both sides you know you got Tannehill's experience uh, and you've got uh you know you got Levis's dynamic play okay uh which yeah. one which one do you need right now and the great de- and, and, and the great debate continues yes yeah, <laughs> and it will continue as long as both of them are yeah. healthy
1: this is the Front Sports radio hour we'll be right back I got a that tonight's going to be
0: Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm, wanna give y'all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO grass-fed beef, pasture chicken and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information.
3: This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee.
1: And welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake. He is Coach Mike. Thank you for joining us on this first Friday of November, November 3rd. And uh, we're going to go through some college football games of the weekend uh, for your viewing pleasure and possibly your wagering pleasure, depending on uh, who you take, how much you wager. And, you know, it's not a really – with me, it's not about the amount that I wager because I play the same amount on each of my – each, each of the games that I play, I don't don't deviate from that amount. Um, and it's not a huge amount, but it's enough to keep me interested in the games. And it's, it's not about whether it's going to make me rich or poor um, or affect my bottom line as far as my personal wealth goes. It's kind of about me being an armchair quarterback and sitting back and watching and being able to Predict the outcomes of these games. You know what I mean, Coach. It's, it's. It I mean, it's fun to and win. It's fun to, It's fun to have a little skin in the game, uh, make a little yeah. money, and you know, and then you're gonna lose a little money.
2: And but, I, you know, I'm the other side where I'm. I'm not a gambling proponent anyway. Okay. But I do play some of these. You know, these challenge games and and stuff sure. like online where you do pick your games and, and you do pick. And I, I enjoy doing that. Absolutely. Uh, you know, right now I'm kind of holding a. Uh, What I call two to one, two positives to one negative average right now. Sure. I've taken a hit the last couple of weeks, but... (laughs) 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 <laughs> well, there you go. But um, you know, it, it's fun. It's fun to predict. It's fun to try to guess how things are going to go, and, and then if watch you love the game football, with some, yeah. the way
1: the way that we love football. Then it it just it just adds to the pleasure of watching oh, yeah. some watching multiple games because nowadays, uh, you know, during a, uh, any given Saturday of football, and believe it or not, we're already into week ten. I mean, this seems like it's just flown by. It has and uh, but this is week ten coming up of college football and you can watch multiple and i'm talking about multiple games at home uh switching back and forth my youtube tv now carries like four on one screen will carry four games at once and so i, I can just watch, gives me
2: headaches <laughs> I can
1: <watch> four different <laughs> games at once now uh this weekend um the college football playoff rankings are out i didn't know whether you guys knew this um Ohio State is at one. Georgia's <clears throat> at two. Michigan's at three. Florida State's at four. Washington's at five. Um,
2: they're just not willing to take Georgia out of the top four. Huh?
1: They're they're not willing to do it. Alabama sits at number eight, and Ole Miss is in the top ten at number ten. Um, all right, so you're wondering what to watch this weekend. Well, starting off in the morning, uh, tomorrow morning, number twenty three, Kansas is at number seven, Texas. Texas, you know, if Texas loses, they're out. They're out of the picture. I mean, they're gonna have their seven They're on the bubble
2: right now anyway.
1: They're they're seven and one. Th- and another loss by Texas will knock them the square out of the college football playoff picture. Number twelve, Missouri is at number two, Georgia. I'm not gonna say upset alert, but I'm gonna say be wary, Georgia favored by fifteen points in this game. It's in Georgia. Georgia's played well at home. They don't have Brock Bowers. I know I keep harping on that, but just be careful. Number 12 Missouri has been playing great football, and they've got a very explosive offense. And if Georgia gets in a shootout, by chance at home with Missouri, they might be in well, trouble.
2: Also, Missouri has the longstanding reputation of being a giant killer. There you go. And so um, they got to be careful because they, they tend to play those games.
1: Number nine, Oklahoma is favored by six points at Stillwater. Right, Stillwater, Go Oklahoma. Pokes, Oklahoma, Oklahoma <laughs> State, right, and Oklahoma State's ranked number twenty-two in the country. Uh, that game starts at two thirty. The Georgia game starts at two thirty, and the K State, the K State Texas game starts at eleven in the morning. If I didn't mention that, um, Saturday evening there's some good games on. Um, number five Washington is at number twenty. Southern Cal. Do you know what the line on that game is, Coach? What would you guess? Number five, Washington, is at number twenty, Southern Cal, at six thirty tomorrow night.
2: Say it's probably going to be less than seven, but it should. I mean, it should be seven. Washington being favored. Uh, Yeah, Washington favored by seven. It
1: it is less than seven. Washington is favored by three points at South at uh, Southern Cal. Um... Washington is undefeated. They've got the Heisman Trophy favorite, Michael Penix Jr. at quarterback. You know, I I don't know, folks. Be careful with that game. Be careful with the what we call Las Vegas suction. Uh, and that yeah, is yeah. Southern, Southern seeing a, a highly ranked team being having a low low uh, line on it, like three points, um, and you taking that high ranked team. Yeah. You know, Southern Cows at home. Washington's making the trip. I'm just saying
2: And, and Southern Cows in that boat right now. They've been gut punched. They've lost two, so they pretty well got pushed themselves out of the national race. But now they'd love nothing better than be the spoiler.
1: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and and remember now they've got they've got last year's Heisman Trophy winner, Caleb Williams. He's gonna be the number one pick in the draft coming up this, this next uh, NFL draft at quarterback, and you know, like you said, coach, there's nothing more than Caleb Williams. I think he's out of the Heisman run as far as repeating, but there's nothing he'd like better than to show up the Heisman favorite in the Rose Bowl, Is that, or are they play in the Coliseum. Which one do they play in?
2: They play in the Coliseum.
1: Oh, do they play in the yeah. Coliseum? Okay, are they play. UCLA plays in the Rose Bowl, I think.
2: Actually, I, went, I think both of them played. Well, I, 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 to, I don't think an, the Rose Bowl is used for Alabama, a backup.
1: I went to Alabama-UCLA game many years ago, and it was in the Rose Bowl. Okay. So, I, I mean, I don't know. They, I honestly, might, play, they might very well play in both. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I mean, you've got the you've got the Chargers and the Rams. They, they share so fi, So, yeah. why can't Southern Cal and UCLA share the Coliseum or the Rose Bowl, for that matter? I so, think
2: they do share the Coliseum. But I'm not positive about
1: that. Um, And that Washington at USC is at 6.30 tomorrow night. And the big game, uh, number 14 LSU Bengal Tigers go to Bryant-Denny Stadium in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. As the tide is favored by three and ranked number eight in the country, five and oh in the SEC. LSU's five, excuse me, four and one in the SEC. LSU's only lost in the SEC. They lost to Ole Miss earlier this season. Now, thing about it is Ole Miss goes to Georgia next week. So if LSU can beat Alabama and then Ole Miss who also has one SEC loss gets beat by Georgia next week that puts LSU at the top of the of the SEC West and puts them in line to go to go, to go to Atlanta so that's why this game i'm sorry tomorrow and, and night, yeah it's it, a huge it's game a you're huge, right it's, it's a, a huge huge, huge game. game
2: i just don't see LSU's swiss cheese defense being able to <laughs> well, uh, stop Alabama, and I do see Alabama's defense disrupting LSU. I don't know that they can stop them completely, but I think they can disrupt them enough that, that gives their their offense, you know, Alabama's offense, a chance to to make a play in the fourth quarter to to come out on top.
1: Well, tomorrow night it's all going to go down at six forty-five. Now, uh, bet bet my best bets for the week. Jot these down. Get a pin out. Over in the Florida, Arkansas, Florida game, over 50. Under 31 and a half in the Army Air Force game. 31 and a half points. Go under. Don't be sucked into the over. Over in the Missouri-Georgia game, 54. Take Oklahoma State plus the six at home in Stillwater against Oklahoma. Take them. Take them points. The Cowboys and the points. And Just don't pick on don't pick on Gundy's quarterback. <laughs> take the over. <laughs> <He'll jump you. laughs> over 61 in the Alabama LSU game. It's going to be a it's going to be relatively high scoring ball game, but I think Alabama and I'm hoping Alabama comes out on top. Magic Eight Ball says tonight in the Boston College Syracuse game, take Syracuse and also one more go over in the highest total of the weekend, Washington, USC, over the 76 points. I hope you all have a great weekend. This has been the Front Port Sports Radio Hour. For Coach Mike, I'm Drake. We'll talk to you Monday.